This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with touring musicians Mallory Graham and Scott Tyler, a.k.a. The Rough and Tumble, who are in town for a concert. Folks, welcome to Valley Views. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you. Looking at your schedule, you are all over the map, and we'll talk about that shortly, but uh, where did you both grow up? You know, I grew up in western Pennsylvania, north of Pittsburgh, by about 45 miles. I I grew up in the Central Valley in California, uh, near Fresno, in a small town called Dinuba. Well, tell them the truth, though, Okay, it's it's the former raisin capital of the world, which is kind of... Real claim to fame. Definitely, yeah. Uh, There's a raisin festival and everything, so... I can see that. For those unfamiliar with the rough and tumble, describe your sound. Well, we often describe ourselves as dumpster folk. Mm-hmm. And uh, thrift store Americana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you come to our show, you know, we, we, play, we play folk music, we play Americana music, which is kind of a thrift store genre in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we like to take that a step further and incorporate actual things from thrift stores and trash bins and trash bins yeah Yeah. (laughs) so you have quite the uh, arsenal of instruments on stage to draw from kind of accent instruments rhythm instruments etc yeah Yeah. and we've pared down we we have this year (laughs) it's easier on the axle (laughs) yeah Yeah, but we've got a uh you know instead of a kick drum we have a suitcase and uh, instead of a snare drum we have a, a mailbox that um that Mallory has a whole bunch of rattles that are, you know, made out of old glass bottles and mm-hmm. marbles inside and mm-hmm. shattered glass. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you folks are a bit younger than I am. Who are your early musical influences? Mm. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Well, I grew up in the church, and so a lot of the a lot of my early influences are, are gospel and hymn singing and that sort of thing. But I also grew up on a lot of 90s country those were the like the two things i was allowed to listen to were were church music and 90s mm-hmm. country yeah and then um i got a little rebellious and i started listening to more Joni mitchell and janis joplin and joan jett joan jett yeah. and, all, and then, all of your J ladies all my J ladies yeah and then i uh, just really went off the rails from there yeah <laughs> what about you, Scott? Yeah, I uh, also grew up in the church. Um, grew up in a Mennonite church, and so there was a lot of hymn singing that you know that I was was involved in. But my mom was in love, and when I say in love, I actually mean in love with with James Taylor. So there was <laughs> there was always a lot of uh, folk music, and both my parents have beautiful voices, and and um, and so yeah, there was just a lot of music going on in in the house. Yeah. So you're on tour now. I see Colorado, Arizona, California, South Dakota. Yeah. Iowa, Minnesota. I don't know how they all string together, but... We don't how, either. How did the gigs get booked? We spend time in local coffee shops and buy a lot of coffee and mm-hmm. then uh, send a lot of emails. Yeah. So it's 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 mostly just... We actually just got a, a booking agent this year who's helping us out as well. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly just us sitting behind a computer and hacking away at it. But we've been doing this for 10 years. We've been a band for 10 years now. So a lot of it's getting... A lot easier. We go to a place, and even if it's not the place for us, we find out that 
you know, someone will come up to us and say, you know where you really should be playing. And so it's get, it gets easier every time you, you step out your front door camper. That kind of thing camper. definitely happens. Now, as Johnny Cash would say, you've been everywhere, man. <laughs> so what are a few memorable moments from places you've been, you played or visited? Oh, yeah. Um, well, Westcliff's number one. Westcliff is <laughs> always, always Westcliff is number one. You know, we once kind of randomly ended up playing in this town of 100 people, in town of 200 people, excuse me, in Isabel, South Dakota. Oh, that's right, because three quarters of the town came to the show. That's right. It was a, it was a great it was a great show. It was in somebody's garage, but um, oh yeah, the instructions were though: stop at the red barn, drop your trailer, take a right, go past three sunflower fields. You'll see us on the left, probably by the storm cloud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The pandemic was tough on artists and venues. If you're living out of a trailer, how did that work out for you for the last couple of years? Yeah. Uh, you know, we're still together. We, <laughs> yes, And we that's are. the accomplishment. <laughs> um, we, um, we, we lucked out and we, uh, we got to stay with my parents for about four months. And then some, some venue owners offered us, you know, they had some extra houses, had a cabin in the woods and the country. Yeah. We yeah. were in California and then we drove across the country to stay in a, a cabin in the woods in South Carolina where there was no internet, no cell phone service. We actually listened to the election come in on the radio. Yeah. That's, that's how we mm-hmm. found out. <laughs> yeah. Next to a, a wood burning stove. Uh-huh. And, yeah. The yeah. black snake in the basement. And, yeah. Um, oh yeah. That took care of the mice problem. So, yeah. Yeah. so what's a piece of good advice that you've gotten about touring or recording or being a musical duo? Mm. Anything somebody mentioned early on that you've thought back and thought that was good advice? Keep going. I feel like that's just that has been sort of the the echoing advice that that seems to come through. So, well, just keep going. Yeah. Like you have a bad show, we'll keep going. Keep you going. have a good show, keep going. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of just been well. It's been our our way of tackling it, at mm-hmm. least. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is kind of the pervasive kind of mantra. Is mm-hmm. you know just keep at keep it. Going. Yeah. So, what advice would you give to folks? Starting out, else. trying to do the, maybe the same sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you don't have to do this. Um, and <laughs> no. yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I mean, kind of. But it, I mean, it's. I, I think there's kind of this freedom in knowing that you you don't have to do yeah. what you what you said you wanted to do when you were in your early twenties. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, interesting. And, and the, yeah, and so I, I think that frees us up to to realize. Oh, we could we could do this as long as we want to, as long as we are enjoying this. We can also start new things yeah. and not not everything is dependent on the road that you set out on you know sure. there are so many different side roads and tributaries that you could take so let me ask about the instruments uh, scott you're playing the guitar mm-hmm. you've got a nice uh, parlor sized guitar yeah yeah it's a yamaha uh, red label um one of their one of their new uh, it's an FS5. It's it's a great guitar. Mm-hmm. Really love and it. And are there guitar players that you were listening to growing up that you have introduced into your style? Uh, I think I think James Taylor is is a is a big one. More recently, I um, been listening to a lot of Tony Rice. You know, kind of trying to get that bluegrass flat picking down. I mean, there's so much of you know early blues players and just uh, just that that folk sort of strum. You know, it's it's not a complex thing you could you could do with it as as you will and mallory you play a basket full of instruments i mean literally there was a basket, <laughs> on, the, a basket. on the yeah. stage <laughs> uh, you played the accordion yeah. the nose flute 
Uh, from Cleveland, Ohio, I yes. noticed uh, in your uh, yeah. spiel. That's, uh, that's good to know. Represent. How do you choose those instruments, and how do you figure out which one to put on which song? You know, I think they choose me. The, the accordion... <laughs> <laughs> the nose flute picks the nose flautist. <laughs> but truthfully, a lot of the instruments that I have up there have happened to me. Like that accordion last night was... Um, was given to me by a woman in New Mexico. She just she just stood up in the show and she said, "I'm going to give you an accordion." And I and I said, "Don't do that." And she, she did it anyway. And the same thing with the nose flute. Those little clackers that I've been using were were made by a man in Del Norte, um, mm-hmm. Colorado. Here mm-hmm. he gave them to me. And so like they just the more you have, I feel like the more people are trying to give you, which is yeah. unfortunate for people who live in a camper. That yeah. probably is, is true. <laughs> so how many CDs have you put out in the in your 10 years? You know, we've put out, uh, you know, whether or not it's a, um, an, an, a full-fledged album or a an EP. We've put out one a year. One a year, yeah, roughly one a year. I think I think probably nine in, in 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you listened to the first one and compared it to the most recent one, how has your sound and material changed? Oh, I would not like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, other than just, I, I think we've become better musicians. Mm-hmm. We've become, yeah, we're, we're just more grown up now, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and I think every time we write, yeah, we're more grown, we're up, grown up now. We're, yeah, we're adults Stand now. by that. Yeah. yeah, we're grown ups. I think every time we have been writing, as we have been getting older, we've been writing just ahead of where we are. I think often when we write an album, we're writing for our voices just a little further on than, than our voices actually are yet. And we kind of have been forcing ourselves into being better better musicians yeah. in that way. Yeah. We, we also, when we f- first started recording, we wanted a recording that would that we could give to 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 venues and you know we were trying to book book at that was very representative of what we would bring in a live situation mm-hmm. yeah that was and, important to us yeah and and now with our most recent record like we've got a full band on there you know have you know extra vocalists from time to time we we put out a single last year that has an entire brass band on mm-hmm. it and so yeah it it just you know it changes and you kind of follow your your bliss i guess exactly <laughs> Uh, harmony is obviously important to your uh, group. Uh, you're very good at it. Are there any harmony groups out there that you look up to? Oh, that's interesting. I always just go back to like sitting in church and my mom was the loudest alto in the entire sanctuary. And so I feel like a lot of the harmony that I've learned has been in that setting. Yeah, absolutely. So the truck has a CD player in it, perhaps? It has a six changer CD <laughs> okay. player. And Don't brag. And what's in the uh, what's in the changer these days? Oh, that's oh. a great question. Carol King is in there right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, Tapestry, mm-hmm. a classic album. Yeah, I think we also have Regina Spector in yeah, there we do. right now. Mm-hmm. I think you put in one of your boring guys. I can't remember who it is though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we might have the Weepies in there. Oh yeah, I think yeah, the Weepies think, are probably in yeah. there. Uh-huh. Um, I think our CD is still in there from when we were listening to Rough Mixes. It, it is, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that feeling of going to a gig and putting in the CD and go, "Oh my gosh, I don't remember that one." So, yeah. <laughs> so Scott and Mallory, where where to next? Uh, we're heading to to Tempe, Arizona, on Friday. Then we'll be in California for about three weeks, three weeks before we start heading east again very slowly everything is very slowly. is very slowly in our in our camper but we'll be back in this area in april 
Yes, we will be back in this area in April, playing in Alamosa and Idaho Springs, as well as uh, Estes Park. Mm-hmm. That's not places. exactly this area, but yeah, yeah, I guess it's you know Colorado. It's Colorado it's for just sure. General. If uh, folks wanted to follow your schedule, you have a website that Absolutely. they could uh, look at. What's that? It one? is www.theroughandtumble.com. Oh, that's a nice radio voice you got there. I, I majored in radio. <laughs> we probably have time for a song here. What What would you like to play? We're going to play um, our song Joni uh, from uh, our most recent album. We're only family if you say so. It's kind of a song that imagines what the world would be like if we had listened to Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Why didn't we listen to Joni and the song that she had sung? She was crying for our apples now we're crying for the spots on our long farmer gotta make a living corporate gonna cut their dime why didn't we listen to Joni back when we had the
Oh, that was great. I can hear Big Yellow Taxi uh, all through that song. We've been visiting with Mallory Graham and Scott Tyler, a.k.a. The Rough and Tumble. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 